Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the show. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Happy Hump Day. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. We're over the hump. Not quite, but almost. Yeah. We're getting there. I, Dawn, you're not even going to believe what happened to the computer oh, this Oh, my morning. Lord in heaven. What? So, in our prep room, uh, I leaned something on the keyboard to our computer, and everything went vertical instead of looking at it horizontally like your content oh my god so imagine like the top of the web page then went to the left side of the monitor it actually went from it was one of the most bizarre things i've seen i've never seen that happen. this has happened to me once before i don't remember how i fixed it but basically if you want to read what's on the screen now you have to lay your head (laughs) (laughs) on the desk desk. oh my god I don't know how to fix it. If anybody knows how to fix it, please call us, 651-641-1071. Now, I just did the old standby, which is just turn your computer off, restart it. It should go back to normal. Have you checked on it since, Donna? No, I have not. I bet that corrected it, but I was like, hit escape, does that help? Hit control Z, because that'll like undo your your last command. Yes, I use that a lot. (laughs) None of it worked, and I have just legitimately never, I've never seen that happen, and... I thought, you know, if this is going to happen to anybody, it feels like it would happen to Donna uh-huh. Valentine. It just feels like this is your, you don't strike me as the luckiest person with technology. I just said to Steve, <laughs> yeah, none of my crap works, honestly. Yeah. Like, I had a friend over once, and she's like, none of your stuff ever works. I go, I know. Welcome to my world. I looked at the screen, and I go, that's how my life feels right now. It's <laughs> yeah. off, yeah. sideways. Well, you know, you're going to take the day off tomorrow. I am. And it feels oh. right on time. You know, you need to recoup. You need to, to kind of recalibrate. Yeah. You're going to do great. I've never seen it. I, I will tell you, though, um, I, I recently also had an inexplicable tech thing happen. It was, I have never seen it before. I cannot duplicate it. I'm on my iPhone, and I go to send an email, and... I suppose it's apropos that this would happen to me. As I begin to type, hello, how are you? Every word that I'm typing writes backwards on the screen. And I was like, whoa, what is that? And then I went to delete it and I started typing again. So like, hello would be O-L-L-E-H. Even though, even though I'm like, I love saying things backwards. He loves saying words backwards. So it. It would, you would put a letter in, but then each letter would come over to the left. And I was like, what is happening? So I turned to uh, uh, my producer, Christian, who is like our tech guru as well. 
And he was like, whoa, I have never seen this before. What is going on? And then I'm going around showing everybody, like, watch. And I'm typing this, watch me type this. And it's backwards. <laughs> I I have no idea what happened. I, can't, I, can't, I wish it would happen again because it was, it was interesting to look at. Hold on. I'm going to get this phone. I've got an answer for you. Oh, you do? It's Control-Alt-Up-Arrow. Wait, wait, wait. On your Windows desktop. And Control. It should, should return you to landscape mode. Does that mean that control alt up arrow, arrow. She would actually, flip it too? Yeah, I think maybe, or down arrow. Okay. So now we have to try that. Donna, hit control, alt, up arrow. Well, I'm not turns. in the room where the desktop... Well, just there. try to do no, it to but, your... Oh, yeah, you there. Could, control, alt, up arrow. Nothing happens. All right, now control, alt, down arrow. Okay. Because then maybe that means like you hit those keys at the exact wrong time. Nope, nothing happens. Oh, nothing okay. Happens. Rotate screen with display settings. You huh. mean like pick up the computer and rotate oh, exactly. it? That's <laughs> it. Yep. There she is. <laughs> there you go. Basically, the t- key is to just take the the monitor and just flip it. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah. what Like I'm twirling yeah. a baton. Oh, man. Wouldn't you love it if you called tech support and Donna answered? Tech support, this is Donna. I'd be like, goodbye. Yeah. yeah. Oh I'm going Donna. I can't take it. You guys I can't hear you. I have to tell you the funniest tweet. Uh, this was the tweet of the day for me yesterday, and it comes from uh, M-R-O-J-O-H-1 on Twitter. My five-year-old son today. Mom, my name isn't Joey anymore. It's Donna. Oh! Me. Okay. Where did you hear that name? <laughs> Joey, exasperated. Your radio friend, Mom. Jeez. So I wrote, <laughs> Your radio friend. So oh. I wrote back, you know, tell Joey I said hello. I uh, No, I said tell Donna I said hello and to be a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute that he said your radio friend. That's what we want. We That's want right. people to know that we're their friends. Absolutely. Unless you're super creepy. then Right, then we don't. Nope. Yeah. I just kept thinking more about your name and how we want to replace, oh, I'm going to Ralph. With mm-hmm. I'm gonna Donna, and I, the more I thought about it, the better I felt about it. It's just like this works. This is the time. It's the it year of the work. woman. It needs to be one syllable. Oh. I like Dawn. I'm tired of guys getting all this attention. No, no, no. We need a woman's name in there, and it's gotta be like Dawn. Look, that, that, that could be any. That could be that could be female. That could be male. Donna. Now it's the year of the woman. I'm in a donut. All right, fine. Oh my, god. oh my god! I forgot to tell you guys too. I don't know if you saw this in page six on Sunday. My roomie was on a Zoom call with a bunch of his ex coworkers from New York, and there's like 40 people on this Zoom. And all of a sudden, I hear him talking to someone who sounded like Rosie O'Donnell. So I'm like, "Is Rosie on that call?" Well, it turns out she was. So they were doing this little uh, Zoom call. There's a a Facebook group that's private. You know how you have private groups of places you work or like my aunt colony. Right. Right. Like your aunt colony, Dawn. So they set up this uh, this little meeting. You can read about it in page six. I saw it yesterday. I go, look, your Zoom calls in page six. And he was like, yeah, and they got it right. That was ac- actual, accurate reporting. Wow. So very interesting. Way to go. A win for page six. Right? And it was kind of, now like by extension, you hung out with Rosie, Rosie O'Donnell. O'Donnell. She was at your house. She basically was More in my guest room. Yeah. Sure, she, was it, is it a 
like a huge guest room, just like the kitchen? No. Yeah. Is it upstairs, downstairs, or it's downstairs. by the guest it doesn't room? Even have a closet. Which oh. wing? Which wing is the walk-in closet in? Oh, that's in the uh, north northwest. Just room. yes, adjacent <laughs> to the atrium. <laughs> Whatever. I understand. You guys are ridiculous. You know, we're going to be doing a Zoom call. Speaking of. Yeah. Uh, coming up here during our commercial break, Steve and I are going to be on Zoom, which you can see on Facebook Live. Facebook I Live. You can go to Facebook Live right now. Donna and I um, are going to jump on there and just, just you know, chat with you for a few minutes during a break. Oh, right? that's well, fun. Don does yeah. all the work. That's oh. it. <laughs> that's all right. All right. So we are going to take a break. I'm not supposed to say that, but oh, uh, we boy. are going to come back. Here, let me try this. Okay, yeah. you do it, Steve. After... The break. Can we say after no, the break? No, you can't. Even we can't even say the word break. The, no, don't. All right, say, I got it. Let me try it again. In three minutes. Oh, okay. Here we go. How long minutes. is this next break going to be? You got to look three at minutes? the time. Oh, you don't have it open. No. Oh, uh, we are looking at a four-minute uh, commercial. In four set. minutes, find out why you should add tea to milk, and not milk to tea. I'll explain why the order matters for the flavor. That coming up. Oh wait. Don't say break. Nah! You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment with producer Don McClain. And this. You like tea? Yes. I do too. Do you? Yeah. Good. I like a chai tea. That's what I'm drinking right now. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Vanilla caramel chai decaf. Really? Yeah. How about that? Well, good for you. Uh, do you put any milk into your tea? Sometimes. Okay. I'd say half the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm a milk in tea kind of person mm-hmm. if I had to drink tea because I feel like it's a little aftertasty. Well, the British Royal Society of Chemistry mm. recommends adding tea to milk and not milk to tea. Oh, how does that work? Because What's... adding milk to tea results in what they call significant denaturation of the milk, which adversely affects the flavor. Whoa. Now, I'd like to do a blind taste test of this. One where I add milk after the tea's in the cup, yeah. and one where I add tea to the milk that's already in the cup and see if it actually does taste different and if one registers is more positive than the other. That's what I want to do. Oh. Let's do it. Let's do it. Do you want to try it? You know, I started. I, I said this out loud this morning, and uh, and at first my wife's like, "Oh," and then she had the same thought I had, which was like, "Wait, why? Why and yeah. how?" Because if tea's already in the cup and you add milk to the tea, if tea's already in the cup and you add milk to the tea, then that's your one way of doing it. The other way is milk is already in there and you're adding tea to it. I don't understand. I don't understand how that's really all that different is it something about the rush of hot tea over the milk makes it react differently than cold milk into the hot tea don't be yeah. asking follow-up I don't know. questions <laughs> yeah. to your own information it's the only thing that can i what be logical it's like putting you, hot chocolate said. on on cold ice cream oh who you does know? that hot, cho- hot. Oh, Not oh, hot, she does. Okay, fudge, so she fudge. means you mean like like okay, hot fudge. Do you know what I'm talking on about? On cold uh-huh. ice cream, sure. as opposed to having hot fudge at the bottom and then putting cold ice cream on. You it. damn right. Because Steve. that would harden the f- fudge. Mm-hmm. 
Let's get back to computer problems. <laughs> All right. Yes. Maybe it was cows who did it to you this morning, Donna. C-O-W-S. You got it, sister. Computers hmm. at a Soviet train station would randomly just bug out and no one knew why. Well, one guy eventually traced it back to when livestock was being brought in from Ukraine where Chernobyl left the cows with so much radiation oh my that they could actually flip computer bits just as they <gasps> passed through the town. What? So, honk, honk, not the sound of a train, and I realize that mid-honk, <laughs> but maybe there was a train that passed right by St. Paul today with Chernobyl cows on it. Whoa. And that made your monitor go from normal <laughs> to right. horizontally. That's your problem, and made your phone start spelling things backwards. If that happened to me, I would think there was like some devil possession stuff going on. You know what I mean? Or yep. some ghost like messing with me. And then if find find out it's just Chernobyl cows. <laughs> oh my gosh! They used to sell those Chernobyl oranges down in the uh, cafeteria here at the Hubbard Building. These oranges were like the size of a volleyball. Oh, my they were gosh. just so big. They were awesome. Where'd they go? Hmm. Don't nobody know. In the 1800s, Americans drank on average 90 bottles of whiskey per year, which comes out to 1.7 bottles of whiskey per week. The reason being, at the time, whiskey was sold at 25 cents a gallon, making it cheaper back in the 1800s, cheaper than wine, beer, the aforementioned tea, coffee, and even milk. Whiskey was like the cheapest stuff you could get. Did you mean 90... Bottles per person? Per person per year. Wow. The average American would drink 1.7 bottles of whiskey per week. Wow. That's a lot. Okay. I know, right? I know, right? This is why we do it. This is fun. (laughs) Have some. hmm? No, go ahead. No, you. No. Mine's worse. Uh, I was just going to give a shout out to uh, Cindy, who's listening in South Africa. Hi, Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Is this the woman, South Africa, is this the woman mm-hmm. who owns like the B&B? Yep. Correct. Oh, I think this is really nice. Now this about the creator of Super Mario and the Legend of Zelda. Don, I'm looking yes, at you. Video okay. game talk. Yep, yep, Donna, yep. just pretend you know what we're talking about. Okay, I will. Uh, Super Mario, the creator and the Legend of Zelda, right, Donna? Yeah. You got it, buddy. <laughs> this uh, creator's name is Shigeru Miyamoto. Mm-hmm. And Shigeru is forbidden to go to work with a bicycle because his safety is too valuable. So even if he wanted to bike to work, it's beautiful outside, I'll beat the traffic, he is contractually not allowed because his work says you're just too valuable a person. We can't have you on a bike. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My gosh. Yeah. This huh. one, you think it's I he's mean, living the life. That were the case, Holly Roberts shouldn't be biking to work because we all know that if she Honest wasn't to goodness. around. What, then what are we going to do? We're just going right. to we'll just play music. What are we yes. We'll just play one long song. Yeah. After another. Ina got a DeVita on loop. <laughs> In Switzerland, applications for citizen, citizenship are decided at the municipal level, which means if your neighbors happen to find you annoying, they can vote to deny your citizenship. How about that as a power oh play? Hey, Carol. Hey, Carol. Mm. I voted thumbs down on you becoming a citizen of Switzerland. Thanks, Ben. Can I ask a question? Uh, um, when did Karen become a thing? Karen? Yeah. You know, there are a bunch of names. Karen, Karen Judy, it comes Carol. up more than anything. Mm-hmm. Like people going, okay, Karen. Like, I feel bad for all the Karens. Karens are like... great. The Karens are great. Karens are great. What do you want me to say? I just don't know why that became a thing and when. Okay. I would go with something like Gladys. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, look at this Gladys over here oh, yeah. with the binoculars. Okay. I remember my mom starting a uh, a play called Harold and Gladys's Truly Terrific Love Story. Oh. I remember I was, I think, eight. She got the starring role. Now, listen, this was at our church, St. Thomas Episcopal in Oakmont. Shout out. But it was just like this. It was like a little rom-com on stage. And I remember it was I couldn't believe that my mom was on that stage, which was just in the parish hall where you had donuts after church. I mean, It's not like, you know, she was at the state theater. (laughs) But I just thought, well, heck. So that's my only recollection of Gladys. How about Karen? Is happy. Karen, oh, I, I wouldn't the, have been allowed Dawn to see Dawn has the answer. I have the origin. Could be from Mean Girls. Oh, my God, Karen. Oh. You can't just ask somebody why they're white. That's a meme. I looked this up at knowyourmeme.com. Oh. No one really knows where it started, but they're thinking that could be it. Oh, okay. Or from Goodfellas. Oh. Oh, 1989. Thanks. Oh. I accept. Karen. Those. Thank you. <laughs> uh, hey, when we come back, experts think the signature on Carol Baskin's missing husband's Carol. will was forged. And alas, we hear from Matt Lauer. Mm-hmm. Tell you about those stories coming up next on my talk. <laughs> We're hearing from Matt Lauer. I'd rather talk about Dave. What are we, Go ahead. What are we hearing from him? He's fighting back against Ronan Farrow's um, book, Catch and Kill. And this is seven months after it came out. But I guess he thought it was a good time to go after him because his reporting, I guess, was recently criticized by the New York Times. Right. So, Matt, I, I, I wasn't aware of that. Well, Interesting. I, I saw a headline over the weekend that, uh, or maybe it was on Monday, that said, is Ronan Farrow too good to be true, I believe was the... Uh, the headline linking to the Times article. Okay, I'm trying to find this one quote that um, Matt Lauer is pointing out, how Ronan manipulated a sentence 
to make it sound like Matt Lauer had, just in one portion of the book, had there were four victims who worked for Matt Lauer. But Matt is saying they may have been victims of something, but not uh, they weren't my victims. You know, like he worded it in a way that manipulated the sentence. So Matt is calling him out on that. He wasn't going to start. He wasn't going to criticize Ronan Farrow until I guess November was his plan. But apparently he thought it was a good idea or a good time because of the New York Times thing. But why November? Did they say anything about that? Is there? I don't know. That's interesting. He was going to put out a rebuttal uh, in November, unless they mean last November. Maybe. Um. Maybe that's what they mean. They said, but personal considerations at, yep, at that time. So this past November or last November. um, And there were a lot of news events that were impacting everybody. So it delayed his plans. But he insists he was falsely accused. He does apologize for the misconduct of carrying on a relationship with this woman. And He's just saying what I found when I read the book was frankly shocking and it should concern anyone who cares about journalism. And then he goes on to challenge some of the things, like I said, some of the wording that he calls uh, Ronan Farrow's flawed reporting and factual errors. Well, here's here's also what he says. Um, he said uh, Matt Lauer says in late November 2017. I don't know that I've heard him say this before. I was fired from my job at the Today Show after admitting to having a consensual yet inappropriate relationship with. Uh, with my with a fellow employee in the workplace, NBC said it was a violation of com- company policy. He th- then says, "I say these words with sincerity and humility. I'm sorry for the way I conducted myself. Mm-hmm. I made some terrible decisions, and I betrayed the trust of many people. And if the story had just ended there, you would not be reading this, but it did not end there. I don't even know if I've heard Matt Lauer really apologize before, or because he really fell awfully silent right afterward, and then no one heard from him." For months and months and months, right. and then, and then months ago, he came out and said, "I just have to say something because it gets to a point where." Remember, he he had like a big statement that he released months ago that said, "I like my kids are here and this stuff, and I just need to set at least some version of the record straight." Now everyone else gets to determine what they choose is true and well motived and all that, but. Well, he's also saying that um, that Ronan Farrow is very um, adamant about fact checking and Matt Lauer is accusing him of not fact checking because Matt said he did his own checking with the people that Ronan Farrow, uh, although he doesn't always use names, he knew who he was talking about. So Matt Lauer ended up like even sitting on the phone with some of these like ex-employers and ex-boyfriends of the accuser. Yes, I think was also was one of them. Yep. And um, yeah, because she was in a relationship and then she continued to work with her ex-boyfriend at NBC. Um, so, yeah, he talked to him as well. And he claims that they said that Ronan Farrow never reached out. So this is about to get real interesting. I think. But Ronan Farrow tweeted and said, all I'll say on this is that Matt Lauer is just wrong. Catch and Kill was thoroughly reported and fact checked, Mm -hmm. including with Matt Lauer himself. And then the um, the woman um, whose name is escaping me at the Mm, moment is Brooke Neville. Neville's. Neville's. She just tweeted out because people were waiting for her to, you know, respond. She just tweeted out Darvo. 
which is an acronym for deny, attack, reverse victim, and offender. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, well, at least he's talking. You know, at least he's saying something now. Maybe now there can be like, I don't know, some back and forth where we can make our own judgment call. Yeah. Based right. on that. I yeah, think it's it, best it, that he didn't talk at first, you know? Sure. I, I don't know what he could have said. Yeah, it was so, so hot to the touch at that point. Mm. Uh, One thing that I think that we've brought up before, Steve, is <clears throat> she's claiming that Matt Lauer raped her. And in the sense that she was not sober enough to consent. Mm-hmm. This now, was in, in Sochi yes. during the 2014 Olympic Games. So she was really drunk. I just wonder if on the flip side of that, the argument can be, what if he was really drunk? You know, I've heard people say that, that if if you weren't drunk enough to to consent, then some folks would make the argument, well, that guy may have been too drunk to know that you weren't consenting. Is that is that the is that the angle there? Uh Yes. Like I. Yeah. yeah, inebriation does a lot of bad things. One side, it has to have some kind of merit on the other side side of it but yeah maybe you we know just don't have drunk sex maybe there should just be a rule yeah no drunk hookups there you go sober sex is the best sex well, that's the shirt we can make born, you know. <laughs> there is that <laughs> anyway so that's but, uh that's the latest on the matt lauer thing he is speaking now, yeah so well that's to that to that point of that argument um of you know if two people are drunk then that that blade cuts both ways What's what's difficult about these sorts of conversations is um, first and foremost we start with uh, victims who have gone through something really really traumatic, traumatic. and so that is just a pain that uh, so many of us can never relate to, and so you want to really um, give them the right of way and and you know the the space and the freedom and the support to speak about something mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. if it truly happened that way. You want them to be able to feel like this is an environment where they can talk about it. What's 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 tough though in these conversations is that if you because like on an intellectual basis, what you're saying there, there is truth in that. That if you're drunk, there are all sorts of different ways that you can make or not make the right decision for yourself. Right. And so, but it's uncomfortable, and it's it's like it's any any kind of pushback at the beginning or even questioning especially early on to Don's point of, hey, let's not say, maybe best that Matt Lauer didn't say anything early mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. Then so so often conversations get sound-bited and uh, short-circuited where it's just like, oh, you say that, that means that you don't believe the victim, that you're believing this powerful man, all that, whereas you're just trying to find the space. Can we safely explore the... Uh, the if there's intellectual truth to what you just said regarding him being drunk, her being drunk, if they were both drunk, is there is there some element of like she wasn't drunk enough to consent? Could he have been too drunk where he didn't realize she wasn't consenting? I think on an intellectual basis, that's an okay thread to like have a thoughtful, careful discussion mm-hmm. about. But it's 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 a it's a cautious conversation that you have to right. have because then you can be 
someone can say, oh, you're just, you're victim blaming. Them. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's difficult. I think the point of what I'm trying to say there is that there are, in a lot of different topics um, that, that can split audiences, there is potentially room in some cases for a more nuanced conversation. I almost wish that there could be some kind of town hall meeting, you know what I mean? Like a round table discussion mm-hmm. where men can talk about how they feel or how they misunderstand signals and things like that. And then women can set them straight and say, Hey, just because this doesn't mean that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you have to remember that like women do not think the same way men think. And I don't think they ever will. So if there's some kind of understanding yeah. that, no, it's not okay for you to put your hands on my shoulders when I'm like at my computer, you know, uh, Phil from accounting, you know, that yeah. type of thing. He's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> I hope there isn't real Phil. Yeah. I do yeah. too. Yeah. Phil. Sorry, if there is a Phil in accounting I here know. at Hubbard, we apologize. We apologize. <laughs> but you you get the gist. It's like, and just because somebody just smiles or like, you know, just goes, hi, doesn't mean she likes it. Right. You know, it mm-hmm. means she's, you put her in a position now where she's uncomfortable, she's uncomfortable. and doesn't know what to do yeah. or say. Absolutely. So anyway, sorry to bring the whole room down with that. Well, I mean, it's 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 at least newsworthy hearing from Matt Lauer, a guy who's sort of gone underground. But um, I wonder if this means he's close to doing some kind of interview. I you know, I I don't know. I don't know what it would accomplish. I mean, more than anything, what we want is is truth to be out there. And we want all of this. This ton like there is tons of evidence if it's Matt Lauer, if it's other people in media, yada, 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 and just in workplaces in general, the 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 systematic mistreatment of women over the years is just so terrible, especially when you think of it um, in a sexual encounter. This is all so terrible. Yeah. Um, that, that being said, it would, like, we never heard Charlie Rose talk. Like, I would like to see these guys do an interview that isn't a, I'm going to come out and destroy this guy interview, but yeah. also isn't like a boy, pal, they really, you know, did you got a raw deal there? I don't want that. I don't, but I don't know who could possibly oh, do an interview that really diplomatic. goes at the, yeah. at the truth, asks hard, but fair questions. Mm-hmm. And would the, would the, would the, the men in these stories ever be at a point where they would commit to total honesty in a conversation right. like that, which because includes uh, in, uh, talking about your errors. It's, it's difficult because journalists are judged about how they interview people. They're judged on the quality of them as a journalist. So you want them to ask those hard questions. Yes. So there's this pressure for them to look like a good journalist. And then the the interviewee feeling threatened right. by them attacking Then they them. get defensive yeah. instead of but having a conversation. we chastise the reporter right. for not asking those questions. So true. Yeah. Anyway, on that note... Uh, we got some uh, things that we saw that we want to say something about. I'm just going to tell you this. A decidedly different tone is coming up. <laughs> uh, there is a very popular serial mascot who just got a major makeover. <laughs> serial as in the stuff you eat. The, from a bowl. Oh, okay. Yes, not, not a yes. serial mascot. No, no, no. Okay. Like a cereal <laughs> breakfast food mascot got a big time makeover. The internet has opinions, and so do I. If you see something, say something is coming up.
Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Well, did you used to eat Fruit Loops? Yeah, sure. Liked Fruit Loops as a kid. I liked them a lot. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to have one. <gasps> Was it, did, did your parents uh, not let you have like sugar cereal? Sugar cereal is what they called it. I got oh, grape yeah. nuts, which they called rocks. They were just grape nuts so bad. And uh, some check. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Wheat checks. Ew. <laughs> Wheat Did check. you actually eat it? Mm-hmm. I like checks. Wow. Still. Oh, I also like life. That was a treat. Love life. Love uh, life. Cinnamon life. Yeah. Go on. Well, Don't I had worry. Fruit Loops Steve, as a kid. Steve didn't have Halloween. He wasn't allowed to oh, have Halloween. Okay. So. Yeah, I'll tell you about oh. that in a moment. First, let me tell you about this. Uh, Kellogg's has redesigned Toucan Sam, the mascot for Fruit Loops. Now with a turquoise body and like a kind of psychedelic rainbow beak based on the responses on social media people do not like this they attacked nostalgia this is a war on nostalgia might i declare it and they're just not liking the updated you know look he looks more vibrant now he looks more colorful but throwback is in right now throwback is in even sports teams um are doing uh updating their uniforms with a more classic look because there was like the Late 90s, early 2000s, when everyone was trying to just... It was like this new era of design, and people were trying to lean heavily into that. And now we want something old, especially they suggest that because we're in the midst of this pandemic, nostalgic things are extra comforting. Yeah. So for you to throw this Bush League makeover at us doesn't feel good. Hmm. People have a lot of change right now in their lives, and they don't want these things to change. You're right. We want the things that make us comfortable. You guys have thoughts? I think he's still real cute. <laughs> um, I like how colorful he is. He looks more like a baby toucan instead of a full grown yes. yeah. adult man. Hands on, right. his, hands on his hips like, I can do it. There we go. <laughs> he's not in flight. Um, some of the social media responses, ew, looks like he got plastic surgery. Well, um, that would be very timely. Um, Someone else said, I'm going to kick your bleep, Kellogg's, for messing with my boy. Uh, Somebody else asks, who's next? Tony? Snap? Crackle? Pop? Come on, man. It'd be real cute. Okay, just embrace this for a sec. If they had Snap, Crackle, and Pop, like a, a version of the box for collectors where they're all wearing masks. Mm, yeah, that's cute. Wouldn't that be like something to save for always to yeah. show your, your kids, your grandkids? Yeah. By the way, <laughs> somebody else uh, said on social media, society, 
This is the worst year ever. Kellogg's, hold my beer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that makeover. I love it. I love it. Can I just, before you get to your Halloween story, just um, share with you something that I saw? Yeah. I don't know if I believe it or not. Okay. Apparently, Jason Derulo broke two of his front teeth. Um, I wrote in here front death. Um, yeah, I see that. I was like, <laughs> front death. What are you thinking about? Mm-hmm. Right. Someone needs a vacation. <laughs> I know. Um, while doing some something really dumb, apparently there's a trick when you eat corn on the cob and use a drill. Do you guys know what this is? I don't know. Yeah, you put you put you have like a power drill. You put the corn on the cob oh, yeah. onto the drill, and then you just spin it, and you can eat it super fast. Well, apparently he tried that and uh, basically cracked off his two front teeth. Here's what it this. sounded like. Hey, have y'all seen this? I've always wanted to try it. Life hack. Oh! Oh! Oh, no. I mean, is he kidding? No, this is not Because real. if you saw his teeth, there's no two front teeth. So I wonder if he just pulled cap- caps off as a joke. Oh. Something. Yeah. He's a weird... He's, he's, he's a... He's, he's a jokester. He's... Thirsty on TikTok. People aren't loving him on TikTok. They're not? No, he's got a ton of followers, but there's 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 sentiment right now that is like, okay, Jason, just chill, bro. Like uh, He was trending on Twitter last week because of his TikTok, because it just felt like he was going a little too try hard of like, just simmer yeah, down. Yeah, he's doing a lot of fun. Simmer down, bruh. All right. And now this from Steve Patterson. Well, since you brought up the scar tissue that is, I didn't used to get to celebrate Halloween. Oh. Everything was fine until we uh, until I was five, and uh, my mom suddenly had some sort of like spiritual epiphany where she was like, "You know what? Halloween is evil. We're not going to trick or treat anymore." Yeah. So then we started going to, and God love the folks at Dayspring Church who set this all up. <laughs> uh, what was called Hallelujah Night. We would go to Hallelujah Night. There was bobbing for apples, uh, pre, pre-COVID, of course. Um, there was this other game where you like people were trying to eat apples on, it was apples hung from a string, and you're trying to eat the apple on different sides and mm. get to the core first. I mean, that's weird. You're left with a bag of candy. Oh, the point is this. I have told this story before on Twin Cities Live and on the radio, of, and my mom has since apologized. She surprised me on Twin Cities Live, sent me a full box of candy and said, Steve, oh, I made the wrong oh. decision. I, there were just some other moms who were doing it back then, and I didn't know, and then I did this. Whereas I have long maintained you can both love Jesus and r- love Halloween. They can coexist at the same time. It is not some sort of a seance. I love. Now I get so pumped for Halloween. I mean, Good. I just love it. And the kids love it. And she is she's apologized. But yeah, guys, I was stuck at Hallelujah Night. The only time they let me dress up as a kid, I was a pumpkin. And that meant I wore an orange shirt and they crammed a, a throw pillow from the couch under my orange shirt. <laughs> yes. That's how I went out. Oh I was like, I'm out of here. Oh, Steve. You are a gem, mm. a treasure, if you will. Oh, yes. Uh, coming up on the Donna and Steve show, America's first pandemic concert took place. And it looked a little weird. Oh, I'll no. tell you about it coming up right after this. Nice. Thank you. Here we go, guys. A financial plan isn't just about money. 
It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.